This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And this is, of course, your daily financial news. A couple of quick things. Uh, We got uh, today, tomorrow, to do these daily shows a little bit early. Uh, If you're first time watching, I am attending Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power event. I was uh, asked by a follower to attend. I'd always wanted to see a Tony event, so thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Uh, Second. Uh, let's see if we can't uh, do something for the channel for the One Rental at a Time brand. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Dion, a past guest and follower of the channel, uh, was on Bigger Pockets podcast. I think it was released Thursday, maybe Wednesday. And he gave a, a couple of real quick shout outs to One Rental at a Time uh, in the famous four questions from Brandon. It was recommended at his favorite book, which I greatly appreciate. Thank you, Dion. Uh, I think I think we need to try to get back on Bigger Pockets. So if you all are our Bigger Pockets users, followers, uh, let's um, let's ask them. Let's leave comments on their podcast to see if we can't get one rental at a time to be interviewed again. Uh, I was interviewed once back by Josh Dorkin, the former CEO. I think he sold it. Uh, I think it was 2008 or nine. I have been back since. Uh, so let's see if we can't get one rental at a ch- time to be interviewed. And again, Dion, thank you for the shout out. I appreciate it. Uh, when you think about the brand One Rental at a Time, which is really what I have started to think about uh, after the first two days of Tony Robbins, I've come to realize I may not have, you know, I'm a good doer, right? I've, I've called myself or referenced my superpower being a hammer that, that has allowed me to look at my real estate market every day for nearly 20 years. Uh, but I don't, I, don't, I don't create a big canvas or kind of an overarching picture. So I wanted to kind of share with you what I think kind of five things that I hope are coming across on this channel in the book. First is hope. I hope you believe in yourself that, yes, you can have a better financial future. Uh, I was not in a great place all those 30 years ago. I've told the story about being depressed after losing $150,000 and walking into a bookstore. I was in a dark place. Not many people knew it. Certainly my family didn't know it, but I wasn't sure I could provide the financial future that I wanted for my family. So first thing I hope you get on this channel is hope. It is possible. And I've shared many times it's easier and more straightforward than many make it to be. Second is belief. I want you to believe in yourself. I think there are too many people that work too hard and frankly just give their money to others or let others make recommendations and they go, oh, Susie's doing it. Raj is doing it. I'm going to do it too. I want people to believe in themselves. I want them to make their own financial decisions. So I hope belief is something that that comes. It comes from work, but that is certainly a hope. Three is I want it to be realistic. 
I, I will spend most of my time talking about a better financial future. I believe everybody who follows one rental at a time can have a better financial future. It is sexy to talk about financial freedom. It probably gets you more clicks if you do, but I won't go there. I, just, I know how long it takes, how many years and possibly a decade for us, a decade and a half of sacrifice to earn financial freedom. I know by watching the consumer the last 30 years that not many people can sign up for that length of sacrifice. However, all of us, all of you could have a better financial future with just one, maybe four, and if you really go for it, 10 single-family homes. And frankly, that's good enough for me. If I can help people get to four, and you know they could have, depending on where you are, half a million, a million, two million dollars in free and clear property when they're, when they're ready to retire, one rental at a time worked. If you hold on long enough, and you got the stones to do it for 10 years, then sure, let's go for financial freedom. But let's all agree, you can't go to financial freedom unless you get to four and then 10. Then we can talk about what's next. Another one is one rental at a time, right? Step one of my course, step two of my course, focus, do the work. I hope you see in what I talk about, it's a fair value exchange. I could point out the path and I try to do it all the time. But unless you're, you're willing to do the work, doesn't really matter. I'm not going to do it for you. I don't want to learn your market. I got enough stuff going on, but I can show you the path if you're willing to do the work. And then lastly, I think it is, but I just wanted to put it on record. The one rental at a time brand story, whatever you want to call it, is bigger than me. I see that all the time in the Facebook group that's just for my students. I hope that Facebook group goes from, I think it's about 500 today to 10,000. I hope that students or followers are just interacting, networking, being positive together. And I frankly can't respond to every question. I look forward to that day. If you are a, an avid follower of the channel, thank you. Uh, we get about 1,000 views a day on the daily financial news. So I have some very, very loyal fans. Thank you. Students in the course, you know, are interacting, introducing themselves, networking. I can't wait to see where that goes. So again, those are my, my hopes and my beliefs of the brand. I'm going to try to do a better job of talking about it. Because I think if we tie emotion to what I'm trying to get done, it may stick more. It may help people see that, you know what, he's, I'm not here for the money. I'm here to try to help people get from zero, which is struggling, right? No rentals to four, and then ultimately 10. All right, so that's what I got for you. On to the daily financial news. First and foremost, we got Janet Yellen coming out saying that the U3 unemployment number is useless. Yeah, duh. We've been telling you that on this channel for quite some time now. You can watch the playlist with Jonathan Twomley. We talk every Thursday just how useless the U3 is. Janet came out and said, you know what? Yeah, the unemployment rate of 6.2 looks good as a headline, but you're, we're missing at least 4 million people. She didn't say it because I'm sure she didn't want to be quoted, but I will say it. 
the real unemployment rate, the U6, is over 11%. That's just not good. And, in, and you really can't drastically lower that by only adding 246,000 or whatever number of jobs were last month. We really got to ratchet that up. And I think it's coming. That's good news. But we got some work ahead of us. How many crash videos did you all see yesterday? What are these channels doing talking about a stock market crash? The freaking Dow was up 570 points. What are they doing? Tesla is not the stock market. Just because Tesla's down whatever it is, it's under 600 now, does not make a crash. What are you doing? I don't understand. How All of these channels are talking about a stock market crash like it's just a rotation. And oh by the way, if you're a follower of my channel, I told you it was coming weeks ago. Just just sad. It's it's sad that negativity sells. I'm not going there. Uh, when we think about the week ahead, it's something I always do on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday. Today, Saturday, uh, there's a couple of earnings announcements and economic, I don't know, reports that I think might be market moving. First on Monday, we got Stitch Fix. Uh, this is a company that really is a story of two quarters. Two quarters ago, they talked about. Um, a bad quarter, and then last quarter, they kind of turned it around. It will be interesting. Stick, stitch fix, you would think, would be set up for greatness going forward, right? It's basically business wear is how I would articulate it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. Um, it's, it's crazy. Number two uh, on Tuesday is Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, uh, really talking about, there's been a lot of kind of working out. It will be interesting to see, um, it will be interesting to see if Dix talks about slowing in the future, right? There are some companies like, I think, Dix, who had a huge tailwind from, you know, the virus. All the gyms were closed, right? So, of course, you go there, buy dumbbells and yoga mats and all that stuff. I wonder when they start talking about a slowdown. Wednesday, Campbell Soups. Yes, are people still stocking pantries and snacking, things of that nature? And Oracle. Oracle, you know, big enterprise software player in the cloud. It'll be interesting there. Uh, first economic number I'm going to be looking for is the CPI, Consumer Price Index. It's going to show us if inflation is uglier than I expect. I think it's uglier than the Fed is reporting, but we shall see a little bit on Wednesday. Thursday, of course, is unemployment claims. I'm looking forward to the day that we come in under 700,000. I actually, I'm going to put it right now. What is it? March 6th. I'm going to say we're going to come in under 700,000 this week. Why not? Let's put some good karma out there and see. Again, even if we're 660 or 650, it's not great. I'm not trying to say it is great, but we'll hopefully break the trend line and we will start going lower. Uh, the other one that's coming out Thursday is JD.com. It's going to be our little view into what's going on in China. I think China's six, nine months ahead of us on an economic cycle. What's going on with their consumers? Is their revenge buying period over? Right? Are they are they you know getting into just normal economic behavior? Uh, and then Friday we got consumer sentiment. It's going to be interesting to see if that's ticking up. I get the feeling that the chant that the consumer is starting to feel a little you know, a little good. It's kind of, it's, it's starting to smile. Maybe it's not a full on grin, 
But I, you know, damn it, dude. Spring's right around the corner. We got, we got through winter. You know, spring's coming. Summer's after that. I hope the consumer is feeling better. I think we'll get a view on Friday. Uh, realize in the real estate world, you know, really the backbone of this channel, the backbone of my course, all of this is real estate. We got a lot going on. We got higher rates. The 30 years we talked about yesterday is over 3%. Not horrible, but if you're used to two and a half, yeah, 3%. We got a reopening. We got people getting out of their house and traveling and doing some of those things. Interesting. We got a stock rotation. Again, idiots calling a crash yesterday. Man, why would you watch those channels? It's not a crash. Anybody is just doing clickbaits on stock market crash. I, I actually unfollowed like three people yesterday. I mean, if you're going to do... Yeah, it's just... How can you call it a crash? We are up 572 points in the Dow. It's just silly. Uh, where was I? I got all distracted and flustered. Stock rotation. It'd be interesting to see what's going on there. Again, the market is up. Yes, you know, Tesla's down, but Tesla's not the market. We're going to have higher consumption. I think, at least in the short term, and Jerome Powell agrees with me, the Fed president, that we're going to have some, we're going to have some inflation because we're consuming more than we had the last year and we've had supply disruption. That could be a, at least a short-term toxic mix and really force prices up. We do have the stimulus coming. And again, I'm behind the stimulus. I wish it was more focused on people. Uh, but it is what it is. It's coming. Um, it's going to be that last piece that gets us out of this. Again, I think we're at the very end of a tunnel. It is still dark, but it's no longer a little light. It's like, we're almost there. Let's go. And again, I think the consumer is feeling better. And as a real estate investor, consumers are my tenants. They are my competition. They are the people I buy from. So I think we are going to start to see rising inventory. Inventory is crazy, crazy low. This is really a story of inventory. And I collected four real estate metrics from Redfin uh, that I thought I would share with you, comparing the market today with a year ago, right? Today, a year ago. First, active listings. And these are all national. So again, your job is to do the research on your market. But nationally speaking, Inventory is down 23.6%. That's crazy. That's just crazy. New listings, right? So new, new inventory coming to the market. It's at a rate of negative 6%. It is also slowing. Not good. Homes sold. So again, we have less inventory, less coming, but home sales up up 20.3%. And then finally, all of that leads to higher prices. Prices, uh, the median is up 14.3%. So what you all have here is less inventory, lots of demand, and prices going higher. We're going to see if, if I'm right. I've been calling for the move-up buyer to come out of the word work. I've been telling you it's kind of an April. I do think it starts to trickle now. Uh, so I'm watching that. I'm watching inventory in my market. It will still get snapped up crazy fast, right? Demand is still there. Interest rates over 3% will actually pull forward demand if this is like historically. That's what happens, right? People get all dumb and lazy. 
when rates are low, they tick up. They go, oh my God, we better buy now. So again, I expect that. So it'll be interesting to watch. So uh, thank you for watching. If you're new to the channel, welcome. If you're one of my thousands of folks that watch this daily, thank you. Uh, make sure you thumbs up, subscribe, ask people to join. And again, let's go back to Bigger Pockets, everyone, and tell them they need to interview one rental at a time and Mike Zuber. Take care, everyone.